You are listening to Fixated, Advent Meditations from the Book of Hebrews, written by Tim Chester and published by Ten of Those. Today's reading for the 13th of December is titled Fixated on Jesus, the Renewal of All Things, and the reading is taken from Hebrews chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. But we see him who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, crowned with glory and honour because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting that he, for whom and by whom all things exist, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering. One of the more formative books in my life was written over 900 years ago by a part-time Archbishop of Canterbury called Anselm. Anselm became Archbishop in 1093, but his opposition to the king meant he spent long periods in exile. It was in exile that he wrote his book Cur Deus Homo, or Why the God-Man. The book is a wonderful explanation of the reason Jesus became human. Anselm's answer boils down to this. Jesus became human to make satisfaction for our sins at the cross. The writer of the Hebrews would be very happy with Anselm's answer. Three times in chapter 2, the writer tells us why Jesus became human in verses 9, 14 and 17. And each time, the answer leads us to the cross. Through his incarnation, Jesus has been made a little lower than the angels. The one who is superior to the angels as the divine son became lower than the angels when he became human in Mary's womb. But why? So that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. People sometimes say that they can't believe in a God who demands punishment. But Hebrews says it was fitting for Jesus to taste death on our behalf. It was fitting because it meant the demands of God's justice were met. God's judgment on our twisted humanity is death, but Jesus tasted death on behalf of his people. Jesus brings us to glory by being humiliated on our behalf. He gives us life by tasting death. Notice how God is described. He is the one for whom and through whom everything exists in verse 10. The Creator recreates those once again. Humanity is for him and through him. This description of God's power also rules out any possibility that things got out of control at the cross. The cross was God's plan. The sufferings of Jesus were not an accident. They were an act of God. There was no compulsion. God didn't have to send Jesus to die. It was an act of unmerited and unconstrained love. It is by the grace of God that Jesus tasted death. God could only save in a way that was fitting, that is, in a way that fitted his character and was true to his holiness. He couldn't ignore sin. His justice had to be satisfied, and that's why Jesus came to die in our place. Why Christmas? Why the God-man? First, so that Jesus might taste death on our behalf. But verse 10 gives us another reason. Jesus became human to bring us to glory. Humanity was made in God's image. This was our glory. 
but we've fallen a long way from the heights for which we were made. But not Jesus. Jesus has been crowned with glory, for in him humanity is restored. Yet it's not just Jesus who receives glory. Jesus is bringing many sons and daughters to glory, for he is the pioneer of their salvation. He is the first human being of a renewed humanity, the first of many. We see Jesus made lower and we see Jesus raised higher, but he takes his people with him. He scoops down, as it were, to lift us up. Once again, we can be crowned with glory and honour. Psalm 8 speaks of God subjecting the world to humanity, but Hebrew says it is not to angels that he has subjected the world to come, about which we are speaking in verse 5. The writer is not talking about this world, he's talking about the coming renewal of the world. I like to think of it like this. After Christ returns, and our humanity is fully restored, we will look out across what we have made of this world, with all its corruption and brokenness, and in our renewed humanity, we will roll up our sleeves and say to one another, let's put this right again. In the meantime, we see Jesus as the foretaste of a renewed humanity. He has ascended into heaven and been given all authority. In him, the renewed reign of humanity has begun and his return to earth will lead to a renewed creation. Reflection. What's your glory? What do you boast about and what do you hope your legacy will be? We were made for glory and ever since we've been hungry for it. But human glory will always disappoint us. That's because we were made for God and only God fulfills us. Our glory has been and is still God. Let the one who boasts, boasts in the Lord. As 1 Corinthians 1, 31 reminds us. Thank you.